Here we are. We are Pod Bros. A production, production of, of Sound Bros, Bros Productions. Productions. Excellent. And we are coming at you live. From the living room. Numero, numero dos. Live show number two. Um, I don't know why live shows are such a thing, but hey, all right, we'll do it again. Yeah, what the heck, you know? So um, we would be outside. But it's raining. But it's raining. And actually, I can hear it dinging. Oh, it's actually raining, raining now. Yeah, before it was just. We kind should of totally like open the window and let the rain la la sound be. La 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 la. Right? Should we open the window? You can if you want to. I don't know if I want to. Okay. Well, in any case, should we do the weather since we're talking about rain already? Yes. Do the weather. It's raining. <laughs> well, All right. It's done. Let's move on. Hey Ollie, <laughs> over to the weather. It's raining sideways. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie. <laughs> so right now in Chino, which is where we're at, it is. My phone says that it's sixty-six degrees. The NOAA weather app says that it is sixty-three degrees. Ooh. Neither of them say that it's raining at the current moment. Oh well, that's because they're liars. Um. However, I will say that it is ten nineteen. Which means, where's the update thing on here? Because the the weather station that um, the weather station we that's should at NOAA, definitely do some more show prep. I think the weather station that's at NOAA, <laughs> oh that, yes, that NOAA uses at Love Field at Love Field sends up Ernest a balloon. A Love Field sends up a balloon every hour. Does it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Or no, they send up a balloon every couple hours, but they take a temp. They take a they update take a, every hour. A reading every hour. Yeah, from their balloon that they set up every. No, no, no. Hours? They have a they have a they have a station. Oh, oh, oh. Standard built, five feet off the ground, all white, with the little slats on it and the things inside, and it's a shaded area, so it doesn't get overly heated from the sun. They have all these criteria. You can actually look up on uh, on the internet if you want to build your own weather station, and then you can connect it to things like the Weather Underground. Which weather are really underground, cool. yeah. Weather underground, it um, you put your weather station on there, and they get a more accurate weather because they use the data collected from hundreds of weather little mini weather stations everywhere, everywhere. That's cool. Um, and then AccuWeather is also they do a similar thing, um, fairly more accurate weather, and you can actually get well that more, weather thing. That weather thing's off of Outer Loop Road, right? No, that's a. That's another weather station. That's not a weather station. It is. For the airport. Because mm. it's a certain distance out that they have to have it. I think that has more to do with traffic control, though. Uh, it might. It's a giant antenna in there. Yeah. But it's also weather. Well, yeah, that's they do that everywhere. But um, specifically... Your mom does that everywhere. Weather? Something. Is it because she's so big that she displaces the weather? <laughs> 
I hope our mother never listens to this show. Right? <laughs> we love you, Mom. You're not fat. Ish. Your mama's so fat. She, she was at, she was at the, the beach house. in Florida, and everyone was like, oh, no, well, here comes Hurricane your mom. Hurricane. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they were going to try and push her back in. <laughs> or that. <laughs> oh, no, there's a beach whale on the beach. And Greenpeace cordoned her off and tried to push her back <laughs> into the water. Uh, no, but seriously, though. So that's the weather right now. <laughs> no, but seriously. Um, Your mom is so fat. You know what's fantastic about monsoons? You know what the high is going to be for the rest of the week? Mid-80s. Oh, glorious day. Because I have to be out in it. But in a week, it's Labor Day. Is that um, when all the women is, go to the hospital yeah. and have their babies? I, th- I thought that was the number one day to give birth. Labor right? Day? Labor yeah. Day? That's the labor they were talking about, right? Right. Something. I don't know what labor they were talking about. I actually don't know the history of Labor Day. Do you? No, I don't, actually. We should research that and then do it on our next show, which will be the night before Labor Day. So stay tuned on our next show, the night before Labor Day. Or... If you know about Labor Day, ah, yes. you could tell us you could text about us. it yes. by texting us or, or text us or email us. Commenting us on know. our Facebook. Is that a thing? People no. comment on our Facebook? You can comment on Facebook, but we're not really on Facebook right now. Why so. not? Did we get banned for your comment last week? <laughs> Nobody heard my comment. Oh, that's week. right. Because I muted it. Because you bleeped it out. I did bleep it out. It was Thank really you, funny. media. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> No, we're not. We're just not really on Facebook right now. But you can drop a note on Podbean, and we'll know. That's true. Are you uh, Are you getting comfortable over there, bro? My my toes were falling asleep. Oh, jeez. So I kind of leaned back a little bit on the couch, since I have a hand mic instead of a lapel instead of a uh, cardioid mic. Uh, yeah, we can do that, can't we? Yep, we sure can. You know, I'd love to just plug in the wireless on this thing. <laughs> the wireless mic might we could. work out just fine. We could. Anyway, um, so what else are we talking about? We're going to talk about food, right? Food, yeah. Um, because food is always fun to talk about. I like food. Is Do you have a delay on yours? On mine? Your headset? No. Do you want to listen um, through my headphones? I, I, just, I just don't want to hear a delay. No, I don't want to listen to your headphones. So take off your headphones. You don't have to listen to a delay. No, I'm going to plug it into the other thing, and this, then I'll have... This I'll seems have like an obvious thing. Like You are an obvious if thing. If you don't want this, just don't do it. You're ridiculous. Ta-da! That's, um, that's too easy. Ta-da! That's too, no, too simple. Are you going to screw it up? Are you going to screw up the audio that's being sent out by interrupting the signal? Not at all. Are you sure? Uh, I can't hear anything, so apparently not. Is the audio still going through on the live stream? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh, so much for that. Oh, that was annoying. You're annoying. Your mom's annoying. Back right back to mom again. I can't help it. I love her so much. You just want to talk about her all the time. I just have to talk about her all the time. Well, I suppose that's fair. Right? So, anyway. Uh, food. Yeah. Food. food. Speaking of your mom, let's talk about food. Huh? Huh? <laughs> like well that segue? Played. Huh? Well played. Yeah, that's good. So the only downside, hold on real quick. The only downside I have here with doing this is that this mic is super sticky and it was just stuck to my beard. Uh, it also, it's also pretty, um, there's a, 
like a a loud noise, like a room noise on the online. Really? Yeah, it doesn't sound good at all. That stinks. So, well, I think we'll have to figure that out. I wonder what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm too hot. Did it sound that bad last when, time when we did it last time outside? No, it didn't. I think it's because I was having so much trouble with this time, and I yeah, it's it's overdriving. I think you screwed it up. Can maybe. you turn me down? I think that's part of the issue. I could. Uh, well, I mean, would it mess up the recording? Yeah, because I have those preset. Ah, bummer. For the recording. Well, I can't change it on this computer, and it doesn't. Th- this program that we're record live with doesn't give me any audio play. You can't like turn it down at all, like the no. The send we're sending. I mean, it? I can click on the boo button, but boo. I mean, I've got the boo box. I can end it. I can. Yeah, that's about all I can do. I can't. I can mute it. Well, that doesn't do us any good. Yeah, this is. I'm wondering if we should find a different program to go live with. Well, I think if we just send it, get a good quality send of signal to it. That's That's the other problem is that we're not sending. I don't think we're sending a consistent signal to it. You know, I think yeah, we, I think I we agree. might need to go back to the board. Well, I'm going to do what you did. Oh, take the mic off the stand and lean yeah, back. I'm going to take my headset off, too. I mean, we know it's working. So here we are. And I can see that it's working because I can see the computer in front of me. All right. Well, oh, that's much better. So food. Uh, Yeah, I, I like Taco Bell. I do. That's what we had. Yeah. But I think I definitely am in a place now where um, I made homemade meatballs the other day with uh, with spaghetti and meat sauce. Mm. Um, and it was it was really good. But I made the meatballs out of ground turkey. Mm. And uh, it was it was really cool. They were really dense. Mm. Um, and they like they just melted in your mouth. It was. Really mm. cool. Are you blowing everybody out with your mms? No, actually, I'm not. It's well, the same volume as everything else. Which means we're blowing everybody out because it's really hot going out online. Well, that sounds like a you problem. And I can't fix it because if I try and fix it, it's going to turn off the microphone on the app. That's so dumb. We gotta, we're going to have to figure this dumb, out at some point. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, we're going to just run it through the soundboard next dumb, time. Dumb, 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 do dumb, dumb, dumb. Stuff and set up the whole, dumb. the whole soundboard setup. Should so. we talk like this the whole time without help? What? Should we talk like this the whole time? No, because I can't hear you in the room. That's because you're deaf. <laughs> you heard that. You heard that. Anyway. <laughs> you got me. I, I didn't know what to say. So So anyway, food. So Taco Bell. I, I actually, those those nachos are pretty good. It's the second time I've had them. Although they definitely skimped out on your box for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I got gypped. Like the the one time that you shouldn't skimp out is when someone orders two of them. Right. Yeah. You order. You order. A, like if order someone two orders two of them, the it's like okay, let's make these both at the same time so that when they get them and open they up the boxes, look the same. they look the same, and they're not like, oh man, I totally got skimped out on mine because yours has got way more than mine does. Right. You know. Like yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. 
That's like when I used to get those. Uh, those. Um, I don't think I need this because we're inside. Those. Uh, you and get those, and it doesn't stick to my beard. Those. Uh, the spicy potato soft tacos that Taco Bell doesn't freaking have anymore. Thank you, coronavirus. Um. Uh, they thank make you, Lam- Wuhan forty two. Wuhan for thirty nine. Thank you, Kung Flu. Oh, oh Kung, Kung Flu. flu. <laughs> um, but when you get those, you get like I get like two or three of them, right? And it'd be like one of them would be good, one of them would be like no potatoes at all. The third one would be like tons and tons of lettuce and no potatoes and like no sauce. <laughs> it's like these three are for the same person. How how are they so different? How how are they so different? Who made these? Yeah. I I've actually never understood on the fast food end. I've never understood the failure in cooking inconsistency. Yeah, because I actually worked at Taco Bell. It's and, actually you know what and it is? I worked at it's Burger King that. and I worked at it's more than Jack in the Box and I worked at it's it's not understanding the failure in consistency and the insistence that we pay you more money to be inconsistent. Correct. Correct. Well, I deserve fifty. No, you don't. You make fast food, and it needs to be at you had. The the thing that gets me is that it's a simple job. Like people are spending their hard earned money to get food from you, fast food because it's convenient. Right. And I ordered this, and I needed. I wanted a special way because the reason you do special orders is because it makes those hard workers that are spending their money with you feel special. Right. Or because they have a condition. Or because they have a condition, which is yeah, which is the case in some cases, right? But but they order something special, and you can't do this simple act. I mean, I worked at Taco Bell. It's not stressful. Did you work at Burger King also? I, I, my first job was at Burger King. Actually. So funny story. I was watching a video on, on YouTube, and there's a guy whose name is Mark. Mark? Yeah, Mark. Um, I think it's a joke, but it spells it M-A-H-K. <laughs> uh, Mark. Mark. And hey, Mark. Uh, is he from Boston? I think so. Or New England somewhere. New England somewhere? Anyway, he... Uh, he made this video about about Burger King, and he was like, I guess he's ordered, I guess he can't eat tomatoes because he's definitely allergic to them. Uh-huh. And every time that he orders them without tomatoes, they give them to him anyway. So has he sued them yet and made millions of dollars? No, I think he's made millions of dollars making fun of them on the internet. Oh, well, just as good then. So I guess that's better. I guess that is better, isn't it? Everyone wins. Everyone, everyone wins. So... We only so, have two total. One of them was me. <laughs> while and we're talking line, about so food, we're, we're I, I want to do this this uh, this impossible meat thing. Right. So I watched this. Uh, so I've been watching videos on YouTube lately, and I watched this one YouTuber, and he was talking about eating this this meatless meat. It's pro. It's plant based meat. Cowless meat grown in a lab. No, not callous, I said that. Not cowless meat grown in a lab. <laughs> Because technically, that's still meat. Cowless meat grown. On, oh, it's still meat because they're still growing it from from cow uh, cells. From cow cells. So this is this is animalless meat. Yes. Did we freeze? No, the screen just turned off. You keep. I thought you changed those settings. I didn't because I thought it was the plug coming undone. It's not. Yeah, I get that now. Hey, um, the screen turning off is not the plug. <sighs> Continue. For those of you who can't read that, that was an exasperated sigh. Can you have an orange? (laughs) 
that's not an orange. I was like, what the crap is that? <laughs> it's, it's the it's the micro the microphone. Would you proof. like a lime? Would you like a lime? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say, would you like a green? <laughs> a green? Yeah, right. <laughs> or purples? That's my favorite. Purples. Purples. Anyway, um, so he wa- I watched this video and he's talking about how it tastes just like a burger when he cooks it. And I'm like, okay, that's great because a lot of people eat meat cooked. And, right. and for the most part, when you eat something cooked, it's mostly about, unless it's like terribly made, it's all about the preparation and what you put on it Right. that makes it taste good. A chef should be able to make almost anything taste the way that he wants it to taste. Right. Right. No matter what it is. And so for that, I say, okay, the problem is, is that I like eating raw meat. And not like I don't like eating like raw meat, like a like a like an animal eating it like right off of the bone or eating like a giant chunk of meat. You know, I like to slice it up and prep it and everything. And, you know, it's it's kind of like a delicacy type thing, not like I'm a, you know, like I'm a wild animal eating a, a side of beef or something like that, because I've, you know, my pack has taken this large animal down. Right. Right. And so. I'm like, okay, I ate raw meat. Supposedly, this stuff tastes just like a burger. I want to try it with what I eat regularly and on on a regular basis as my go-to meat that isn't a frozen burger from... Which is top sirloin. You know, which is top sirloin, specifically from fries because... And we eat it raw. Right, and so that's where I'm like, okay, I want to try this this way because... You're saying that it tastes right, but right. does it really taste right? Of course right. Sorry. And so, you know, do a blind taste test or something like that, right. you know. And well, I think I think we should do that. I think it should be part of one of our shows. We should. And the other thing is that the only thing that I've ever seen a restaurant do it with is with uh, Burger King, and it's their Impossible Burger. Right, which I haven't tried yet. Which is supposedly supposed to taste like the Whopper. And what's funny is that I'm not a huge fan of the Whopper. I actually like the Whopper. And so I'm of like, course. okay. I worked there and that was the burger. So Well, and so I'm like, okay, so it tastes like the Whopper. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. The Whopper is mostly because of the way it's seasoned and the way it's cooked, right? Well, yeah, they're they're cooked well done. They have to be. And so because it's food service. Right. And so if you're strong air if you are cooking the food if you're cooking this thing that's supposed to be like meat, it's supposed to taste like meat. You're cooking it this way and you're seasoning it this way and you're putting all the stuff on there that's just like a Whopper. Right. It's not like you're putting a seared uh, 10 to 1 patty from McDonald's on there. Right. Or a, or a third pound or quarter pound patty from McDonald's right. that's McDonald's. all fresh beef, right. never frozen type thing. Well, they're frozen. The the fresh stuff isn't. The Everything that's a quarter pounder and bigger. Is never frozen. Is never frozen. Really? But the ten to ones are. Those are the basic well, there, ones. There's a side note. Let, let's let's jump on that. Let's rabbit track on that for a moment. Okay. Pink slime. Probably one of the best inventions ever. Ever ever invented, and then because of what we're currently seeing in the media, propaganda, and fake and news, lies, and fake news. Actually, no straight longer, up straight up lies in that straight case. Straight up lies is not not allowed to be used. No, so, no, no, no. It's not. You, no, no, no. It's not that it's not allowed to be used. That's what I was. The company went out of business. 
Oh, oh, oh. So here's here's what happened. And they sued the guy though, didn't and they? And they won. They actually they won, won millions of dollars from it. From Good. From okay, NBC. so tell the story. So and while you're telling the story, I'm gonna get a drink of water. Would you like a drink of water? I have my water right here. Oh, okay. So what happened was um Taco Bell was using this stuff called pink slime, and the way it works is that you have they, they take all the meat off of the cow. Because it's not like it's a burger meat where it has to be like a patty. They can actually take almost all of the cow and use it because it's taco meat. It's just ground up beef, right? So everything that's on the cow that's eatable, that's edible, they can pretty much use. And so they discovered this guy created this method where they spray ammonia gas onto the bones after they've cleaned the meat off. And what it does is it causes the meat to separate from the bones. It actually st- it actually is a is a sterilizing thing where it actually cleans the meat is actually clean because ammonia kills stuff, um, and because it's not liquid ammonia because it's ammonia gas, it doesn't actually settle in the meat at all. It's this brilliant process, um, and it allowed companies like Taco Bell to have their tacos say 100% beef because they were using the pink slime. And so what it creates is a, as a, a substance that looks kind of pink. And, uh, and so they were using this in their tacos and it actually allowed the price to be way lower because they were able to get more out of each, um, out of each meat thing of meat that they were getting. They were able to get more out of it because they were able to get all the extra stuff off of it. And it was like this brilliant, amazing, awesome thing. And like, so many times with great inventions, um, I, I'm pretty sure it was NBC did this big, you know, expose on them and how it was they were using liquid ammonia and they were soaking the the meat in it to get the thing off and it was super dangerous and all this crap and the negative press that they got was so huge that all these companies stopped using it and so the company itself that makes pink slime they actually sued MSNBC. Or NBC, sorry, not MSNBC. NBC, I don't know exactly who it was. Whatever. Um, I'd have to look it up again to see for sure. But they they sued them and actually won for damages because what they said was false, proven false. And uh, unfortunately, we don't get to take advantage of that. And you can thank NBC for the reason why your tacos at Taco Bell are not less money. Right. So, so side note, never pour water into a cup that in the dark that you don't know what was in it last. Okay. What was in it last, Luke? Milk. Mm, delicious watery milk. No. My favorite. No. Delicious curdle, curdled cottage Flaky cheese. milk. Yeah. My favorite. So... I didn't see it. I drank the milk. I just drank the water. Didn't taste anything different. Filled it back up again. And as I was walking out of the room, I looked down and just see nothing but swirly floaties. And I'm just like, ooh. So I don't know what I drank earlier. Hopefully it doesn't make me sick. <laughs> so. Anywho. I think we might be, be being too loud for our our roommate here. Are we too loud? 
It sounded like it came from the outside door. It did sound like it came from the outside door. Well, whatever. Anyway, so McDonald's. So McDonald's. So their all their ten to ones are frozen. Okay. But their quarter okay, pounder. So break it down for the people. What's a ten to one? So a ten to one. So if you ever get like a McDouble or a double cheeseburger or triple cheeseburger or a Big Mac or the Daily Double, which I don't know if it still exists. I think it still does, but they're, everything's on weird things because of... And then COVID. the cheeseburger, the the number, what I forget what number it is, but it's two cheeseburgers. Right. All of those are 10 to 1 patties. And it has to do with... Um, are we being too loud? Okay. It has to do with the... Uh, I don't know what the actual term is. What it, what it actually means, but I know that it has to do with the amount of fat to meat that's in the patty. Oh, okay. And then, of course, quarter pounders are a quarter pound of beef. Right. Um, and those are all fresh. And and the other thing is that um, uh, all of the meat that McDonald's uses for their burrs, all of their beef meat, is all prime cut meat. They actually don't use the whole cow. Which is why it's expensive. Which is why it's a little bit more expensive now, but it's, it's also better, really good. Meat. It's a better quality meat, right? In the long run. Um, so interesting fact about McDonald's. Okay, because I have one too. The fillet of fish, oh, was invented by one of their franchisees, by Cheryl. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Or- Karen, Karen, <laughs> any, yeah, but but any middle-aged woman. Unfortunately, the the name Karen has, has changed, has been ruined, and it's ruined. been ruined by the by the obnoxious whiny baby children. Yeah, seriously, it's like what a, what a great name to use for that belligerent lady for that belli- store. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. now you've made her racist. It's like why'd yeah. you have to do that? You it's didn't ridiculous. have to do that. It's very you didn't annoying. have to make her racist. She's belligerent towards everyone. <laughs> of, she is. She's, she is she is non biased about her about her belligerence. Yeah. Seriously. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say that I don't think that she is even factoring that into anything. I think that she just likes talking to the manager and doesn't right. like talking to the peons at all. Doesn't matter who they are. I kind of feel that way myself. So uh, are you a Karen? No, I try not to be. I don't have the hair for it. That's true. So anyway, we'll just go with Cheryl. It's easier. Cheryl. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I hope he listens to this show sometime. We love you, bro. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so anyway, it was created because uh, McDonald's started discovering that during the spring, on Fridays, their sales would drop out on oh, the East yeah. Coast because everybody goes to the fish fry. Everyone was going to Lent. Oh. And so one of their franchisees made the filet of fish. And it blew up, and it's actually their number one selling item. Really? The filet fishes? Ever. Really? Yep. I never see people buy the filet fish. That's because you're never going to McDonald's on Friday during the springtime. Apparently, that's the thing, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. So, and then of course there's their chicken, but that's an entirely so, different story. So, what was there was a there was a company that there's another here's another tidbit of history. I don't know exactly the company, but there was a company that came out with a third burger, and it was an answer to the quarter pounder. 
Okay. But because of the sound quarter pounder and the way it markets, it actually markets better than a third pounder. Hmm. And low information voters. Nice. Uh, couldn't didn't realize that you were actually getting more meat. And so the sales for that company didn't go up. They stayed and McDonald's still beat them with their quarter pounder over the company that was doing the third pounder. And I I think I thought it was I thought it was Jack in the Box, maybe. I, hmm. I don't know. I don't know who it was. So while we're talking about fast food restaurants, we were actually talking about this today at, at lunch is Dairy Queen. Lunch. And their invention of or their I should say their innovation of of sauce or ice cream. Oh, right. Okay. Because it's always credited that they made soft serve ice cream first. They Did invented they? it. But they didn't. It was actually invented seven years before them by another company. Oh. And they were not marketing it correctly. Dairy Queen started, and they marketed theirs, and it blew up. As yogurt, right? Also, no, as, no, as ice cream. Soft serve ice cream. Soft serve ice cream. But they marketed it correctly, and it blew up and became very popular. Also... The original banana split was invented by Dairy Queen. Really? So if you go to Dairy Queen and order the banana split, and you hear someone say, that's not how banana splits are supposed to be made, they're full of crap, because Dairy Queen invented it. Wow. Wow. So, take that. With the three different types of ice cream and everything? Yep. I hate that way. It was actually, originally, it was just three things of soft serve ice cream. The whole banana split in half. Uh, chocolate and... Chocolate, cherry, and pineapple preserves. Wow. Yep. And now I want a banana split. Uh, I've been wanting a banana split all day since we talked about it earlier. Okay, so tomorrow we're going to get a banana split. No, we're not going to give into our vices. Why not? I mean, I suppose we could, but I really don't want to because I don't have the money for it. So tomorrow we're going to get a banana split. Okay, okay. All right. uh, I actually haven't had a banana split in forever. Neither have I. Although I usually I don't get know one, that I can eat that. Much. I usually go and get one at Denny's. You know what banana splits are for? But I feel like banana splits are for romance. You what go that? take a what lady on a date and you eat a banana split. What does that say about me eating a banana split by myself? You love yourself, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we are at the bottom of the hour. We are. Hey, look at that. So, oh. do, you, do you have someone for that? Hold on, we're at the bottom of the hour. Uh. Do it. Do it. Is it playing? Yes, it's playing. I think. There it is. Okay, I see it now. Should we, should we keep talking? This is Pod Bros. A production, production of, of Sound, Sound Bros. Bros. Productions. 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 LLC. LLC. Uh, Incorporated. Restricted. <laughs> Restricted. <laughs> uh, okay. And is it done? It's done. And we're back. <laughs> we never went anywhere. <sighs> oh, you know what? I should have saved. I should have saved it. I did the weather. I know what the weather's going to be tomorrow. Because I recorded the weather. Oh, did you? For Arizona TV. Sweet. Channel 7. Sweet. So on Monday, uh, August 31st. Is that how you said it on the thing? Because that sounds super lame. Does it? Yeah. Actually, they're only nine second spots. I did them really fast. Wow. And I actually, I will say, this is the first time I ever did them in one take. I did both of them in one take. I'm so proud of you, Luke. Thanks, bro. I was very proud of myself. Oh, you must be very proud of yourself. Of course, right. Um, 
This feels nice. Air it feels like jello. So, I normally get. I love, the, I love the inside liners. On the, it's just I get a random split normally at at uh, Denny's. At Denny's, yeah, where it comes with the multiple different ice creams. Specifically, the Denny's in Prescott Valley because they are a franchise store. Well. We do everything at the Denny's in Prescott Valley because the Denny's in Prescott is garbage, or it was. It still is. I is went there the still? other day. It's pretty bad. As a matter of fact, I went there the other day and made a stink about them only letting us sit four to a table, and the guy came back out and said, oh, we're not going to serve anyone else for the rest of the night. And didn't let you stay at all? And told us to leave. Wow. Yeah. Pretentious much? A little bit. So, Denny's in Prescott. Canceled. <laughs> is that is that what we're doing now? We're just going to join in with the cancel culture here. Well, I you know I listened to a podcaster uh, Matt Walsh, and uh, he's amazing and talks a great show. He's got a great talk show. He's part of the Daily Wire over there on uh, with the Daily Wire, and they do their all access and all that fun stuff and whatnot. And uh, and he's one of the commentators over there, and he's he's really good. And uh, he does the daily cancellation, and I actually thoroughly enjoy it. Because he legitimately cancels things that need to be legitimately canceled. Hmm. Okay. Like stuff like that, where okay, I suppose. you get people that are just ridiculous on silly things that sh- they shouldn't be, and uh, and they do that. On a side note, can can we discuss um, can we do- can we discuss false news or or mainstream crap media for a moment? I suppose. So Babylon B, um, my favorite satire site, posted a uh, an article. Yeah. On uh I, I read this earlier today. Let me read you the uh let me let me read you the headline here and and and, and now watch you uh see the the we really do should probably start going like live like video on these things cuz they're just so funny. But uh okay, um orcs march on Ministerith. In mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> yeah, Luke read the, or, uh, Vince uh, read that mean that one the other day. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, too too good, too good. Well, and that's that's unfortunately that's the uh, that's the problem is that okay, it was a peaceful protest. Yeah, where they flipped over police cars and lit them on fire. That's peaceful. They looted, they looted uh, buildings and and. You know, shops and stuff. That's right. peaceful. Yeah, that's that's, peaceful. that's a really peaceful protest Rooting right there. Is peaceful. That's you know, that's what peaceful. I feel. That's what the uh, that's what the founding fathers were thinking about when oh, they said, yeah. uh, you know, the right to peacefully protest the government. Okay, so I have a hypothetical for you. And address your redress of grievances. You know, that's what they were thinking of. They were of thinking course. of flipping over cars and wearing masks um, to cover your face because you don't want anyone to know who you are while you're destroying stuff. Right. Um, they weren't at all talking about you know. Marching with signs and, you know, well, being peaceful. Somebody entered the live studio and then they left. And I'm not going to say their name, so, because it's uh, obscene. A little bit. Cool. So, Vape Nick will say hi to, and then we'll leave it alone. Cool. Um, all right, I got a hypothetical for you. Ready? Oh, okay. The year is 2030. The first astronauts have landed on Mars. They find a cave with a human skeleton and four words written on the wall. What are those four words? (laughs) 
gotta you gotta help me out here, bro. What what are those oh, four words? Oh gosh, I know exactly what those four words what are. What are they? Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> yes. Oh, I laughed that for a good I laughed for a good Oh my gosh. I laughed for a good bit on that one. Wow, that's really funny. Whew. So um so there's uh, I read about this this thing the other day. Let's let's talk about let's talk about something a little bit a little bit encouraging and fun, shall we? Okay. So there is a there is a a point, you know, there's a a a a promise in uh, in the Bible. Okay. And uh, one of the one of the promises that God promises is is uh, one of restoration. And uh, so we were doing, I was doing a little bit of research on that because I did a Bible study on it the other day. And um, I found out about this, um, this thing that the Japanese do um, with, with pottery. Interesting. Um, And it is called, where is it? That's a really weird name. (laughs) It's called. This is, where is it? (laughs) The ancient Japanese form of pottery. (laughs) Thank you. Super helpful. It's a weird name. I thought, no, I thought I had it's the page up. very strange name. I thought I had the page up already. Darn it. And over here we have a rare example we, of, of where is it? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> the unique Japanese form of pottery. This was only seen between the fourth and fifth dynasties. <laughs> Weren't dynasties in China? Uh, excuse me, security, can we have this guy removed? <laughs> oh, geez. That's funny. Uh, all right. okay. I'm all done right. mocking you now that you've actually found it. I have found it. Um, so it's called Kintsugi, um, which is which is uh, translated golden joinery, um, or or uh, Kintsukururi, which is golden repair. It is okay. the Japanese art of repairing pottery by mending the areas of breakage with a lacquer. Dusted or mixed with powdered gold, silver, or platinum. Um, as a as a philosophy, it treats breakage and repair as part of the history of the object, rather than something to disguise. That's interesting. And and you you've seen these pictures. They're, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. They, they're beautiful. These, That's interesting these because in in the Middle East, in some of those old uh, monastery mosque things. Um, that are, you know, like the, uh, the thing in Turkey. Right. Um, and there's a couple other ones that are like it. They actually have on the walls the history of every time that the monastery was damaged and repaired. Right. Yeah. And that's just so cool. Like, like it's part of the life of the, you know, like as if this thing is a, is a piece of history itself, which it is totally a piece right, of history itself. Right. Absolutely. Um, and that part of it needs to be preserved is that this was damaged and repaired. So, um, Kintsugi, Sugi, I think, I, I hope I'm saying that right. I'm probably not. You're probably butchering it. Is the general concept of highlighting or emphasizing imperfections, visualizing men's and seams as an, as an additive or an area to celebrate or focus on rather than absence or missing pieces modern artists experiment with the ancient technique as a means of analyzing the idea of lost synthesis 
and improvement through destruction and repair or rebirth. Interesting. Ooh, rebirth. I like rebirth. that. Yeah. Um, while originally ignored as a separate art form, uh, Kintsugi and related repair methods have been featured in exhibitions uh, at the Freer Gallery at the Smithsonian and the Metropolitan Museum of Art and the Herbert J. Herbert F. Johnson Museum of Art. Herbert? And so I was actually reading, um, I know that they, uh, it, I mean, it originally started, um, lac- lacquerware is a longstanding tradition in Japan, and at some point, kintsugi may have been combined with uh, miki-e um, as a replacement for other ceramic repair techniques. While the process is associated with Japanese craftsmen, the technique was also applied to a ceramic pieces of other origins, including China, Vietnam, and Korea. How you in Korea? Um, it became closely associated with ceramic vessels uh, for the for uh, Chen Yoi, which is the Japanese tea tea cer- uh, ceremony. One theory is that kintsugi may have originated when Japanese shogun um, Ashikaya Yashimasa sent a damaged Chinese tea bowl back to China for repairs in the late 15th century. When it was returned, repaired with ugly metal metal staples, it may have prompted Japanese craftsmen to look for more aesthetic means of repair. Collectors became so enamored of the new art that some were accused of deliberately smashing valuable pottery so that it could be repaired with the gold seams of Kitsugi. On the other hand, according to the... Uh, record of T-Bowl and Large Locust Clamp um, because that's the easier way to say this Japanese word that I can't say. It's okay. We won't judge you too um, much. Such ugliness, quote-unquote, was inspirational and zen in a way as it uh, connotes beauty and, and broken things. The bowl became valued even more highly because of these large metal staples which looked like a locust and the bowl was named Large Locust Clamp is the translation because I can't say the word. Anyway. Anyway, there you go. Pretty cool, huh? That is pretty cool. So things that are broken and are mended seem to be better. Or or at least more valuable. Not necessarily better, but more valuable in in some cases, which means the eye of the beholder, right? Yeah. So what do you got over there? You finding stuff? Not anything that's good. Oh, okay. Although, this is kind of funny, I think. Okay. So, this 18-year-old girl from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Emily Gill. Okay. That received a bill for $2,500. For? For police overtime pay for the rally that she that she organized. That's awesome. <laughs> of course, they didn't actually make her pay it. Elizabeth Gill. Is it Elizabeth Gill? No, Emily. It says Emily on here. Emily. According to this, the mayor actually rescinded the t- the thing, but the point is very well made. Yeah. You organized this. Stuff was destroyed. Now you have to pay for it. This isn't free. There's a bill connected to it. You know. That's awesome. I thought it was funny. That is that is good, and actually. It's kind of sad where we're at right now since we're talking about politics, about the 
uh, beginning the trend now um, where people are starting to uh, are starting to die. Yeah. I mean, they've they've been I mean, the side the sad note is that they've been dying. Yep. There have been people that have been dying in these things. But now we're seeing a different side of it and we're seeing we're seeing death um, coming from from the protectors. And that's the the hard part is I, I keep seeing these memes and they're you know, they're kind of light, but it, it it's kind of true. It's, you know, at some point you're going to push a certain number of people over over the wall here. Over the edge and these people that, you know, uh, the meme that I keep seeing is wait until wait until those that just wanted to be left alone get involved. Oh, that's that's how it always is. That is that is the statement of the silent majority. Correct. That is that has been the belief of the silent majority for years is that there's this silent majority of people in America that just want to be left alone. They just want to live our lives. And if you bother us for long enough, we will respond. And it it won't be nice. And what's interesting is that we talked about this. I think we've talked about this in the past. The American fighting spirit. Yes. Um. That is one of those intrinsic things in the United States where you look at our history, throughout history, and all of our conflicts were all reactionary conflicts. Correct. Something had to happen, and you can cut well, your I mean, teeth you can cut your teeth or split your hairs on whether or not it was actually a legitimate thing or if you know scandalous journalism um, just prompted the American people to respond you know yellow journalism exaggerating oh, yes, the situation yes, yes. or not regardless of it what my point is is that every single one of these situations was prompted by an action right even even as recent as 9/11 well actually 9/11 is a great example there, you know. there was a very the, the Middle East and the issues that have been going on in the Middle East. It's actually been a pretty serious issue for quite a while. Correct. And we have done nothing about it because right. it's not our business to do anything then, about it. And then you came here and you touched us and you messed with us. And now we're going to have to respond. Well, and I, I just I, even even you look at even like the Civil War. Abraham Lincoln would have never, ever been able to gain support from the northern states to go and attack the states that were seceding if South Carolina hadn't decided to fire on Fort Sumter. Right. It's just the way it is. If they hadn't fired on Fort Sumter, Lincoln would have had no argument. Zero. They're leaving. They want to do their thing. We want to do our thing. Let them go. Yep. But they fired on Fort Sumter. But they fired on Fort Sumter. And I think that what you're starting to see now since you brought it up, is that these cities, these cities are Fort Sumters. Yeah. All of them are Fort Sumters. It's it's one thing for you to say that America is systemically racist and that we can never fix it and we have to get rid of the whole system and start over again. Right. And then go somewhere else and do it. It's something else entirely to take up arms or take up clubs and sticks and rocks against your fellow Americans and light light things on fire and loot and stuff like that. It's like, okay, are you attack people? Are you upset about the government or are you wanting to raid and loot? Because if you're upset about the government, this is not how to do it. This is not how it works. 
Correct. What's funny is that everything that they're demanding that they want is already in place in the Constitution. It's already in place in the Declaration of Independence. It's already in place in the Bill of Rights and in the expanded amendments. Right. And why is that? It's because our country was made of a people that were upset about mis- being misrepresented. They're upset about not being free. They're upset about not getting the same basic, being treated the same basic ways that people in England were being treated. Right. Their, their, their moral and religious and humanitarian rights were being violated. Right. You read through the redress of grievances in the Declaration of Independence, or you get the original document and you read through all the extra regresses of grievances yep. that were uh, ultimately removed, and you're like, there was a lot of issues here. There was a lot of things that people were upset about. And, and they were so upset that they were willing to take on the biggest country in the world to do right. it. The yeah, well, the the world power. I mean, that that was and and uh, back and then it was, it was it. And it was a population hurdle as well, because England had ten million people and the colonies only had two million people in them. Right. I mean, that's that's a huge, huge population. And you're talking about in the United States, you're talking about two two million people spread out, right, over a size that's almost four times the size of England. Yeah. I mean that is a massive, in a, massive area in a land that we didn't understand the weather and we didn't well, we understand. Did. We, they they had been here for quite a while, over a hundred years. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. So in some cases, even more. Jamestown is is very old. Um, but what what I'm saying is that they were willing because because their because they believed that their that their fight was righteous, right? Because they actually believed that it was ordained by God. Providence ordained this to happen. Yeah, Providence. They were willing to take up arms. Yeah. And this is the thing that's very interesting about this. And it's the reason why I have such an issue with this whole thing right now. And it's actually the reason that I have an issue with the southern states that seceded during the during the Civil War. When the American colonies declared their independence from England, it was a unanimous vote. Right. As a matter of fact, um, uh, the president of the, of the uh, Continental Congress, uh, John Hancock, insisted that it be a unanimous vote. Right. He said his, his statement was, I'm paraphrasing here that if we secede and we're not unanimous, then it will be like Cain and Abel and God's hand will be raised against us. Right. Because we're not doing it together. We have to do it together because we'll end up fighting our brothers. Well, what's the other statement? We'd better all hang together. Uh, oh yeah, most assuredly, Benjamin all Franklin. Hang, all hang separately. Yep. And so that—that's I. I just I, I look at these people and I'm like, listen, guys, it already exists. It's already here. Right. They did it 235 years ago. It's the great American experiment. It's freedom. It's democracy. It's the republic. But see, th- I it's think justice. I think that is. 
I think that is the problem is that these people, especially these people in the inner cities, they don't understand. They can't put together. They can't put two and two together. They they cannot see that all of this is in place and they don't understand that even in America, and this is a bold statement, but even in America, the lowest of the low, the most impoverished, the worst of the worst is better, or it was at least, was better than anywhere else in the world. Even our bottom it's still that case. is still better. Because the bottom can go to a shelter. Yep. They can go get food stamps. Yep. They can go get welfare. They they have the helps are available. The helps are all available. And and here we are living in this country where it is available. But who are the who are the people? That's that's the real issue here is that who are the people? Who are the people that are that are rising up in this violent protest? Well, well, that's my who point. That's They're, my point. They are, they are. They are. They're actually wealthy. They're wealthy college pe- students. College kids. And they're who mom, have it e- who have it even better than we do. And and this whole you seen this whole thing the I mean, all of moms thing. Oh yeah, it is it is the perfect that that just angers no, me. No, no, it's it is the perfect completion of what we're seeing. We're seeing spoiled kids that have always gotten what they wanted their entire lives by throwing a temper tantrum, throwing themselves on the ground, stomping their feet, right, pounding their fists, blah blah blah, and mommy and daddy. If daddy's even around, give them whatever they want. Yep. And so what a perfect picture to have mommy out there protecting you from the police yeah. while you destroy the city. Yep. I mean, what what a perfect picture. Well, I mean, that's the thing that I think frustrates me more than anything. One, my mom would never do that. But but two, I don't have the option. Like they they actually did a a a, a a thing down in the valley a couple months ago where they went and marched on this on the on the Capitol to try and get Ducey to pull his head out of his um, nethers. Yes. And um, and I, I really wanted to go to that, but I couldn't. You want to know why I couldn't go? Because you're working because I had to work. Yeah. You and that's, that's actually so there's a, there's a and I know right people now. that went because they took the day off. They actually took the day off well, of work. We cost that. themselves money. And went down there. We did that for the vote. Remember that that uh, the uh, the sanctuary county thing. Oh, correct. Um, yes, we did do that. Which I mean is, uh, you know, it's neither here nor there on on on. Well, we also were working on. We were working in a in a company that we could do that. That we could do that with, yeah. So that was. I can't do that now. No, definitely not. No, you know. Negative, sir. But anyway, I you know, it's kind of a uh, a deep subject. It kind of we're we're, rap- we're wrapping to end of the show. We're, we're rapidly <laughs> approaching uh, an hour, and it's kind of a deep subject to be at at the yeah. hour. But I guess what my point is is that everything is already there for them to you know present their redress of grievances, for them to you know say their piece the problem is is that they don't have a leg to stand on that that's really the issue here that's that's the reason why they're rioting and protesting and they don't know it because but but certain people do know it 
They know it because if you have a legitimate argument, if you have a legitimate concern, you rally together with other people that share your concern. Right. And you peacefully protest or you tell your representative or whatever and they make things happen at the level that they're at or the highest levels or whatever. Right. You, you get all and, of your people together and you call your congressman relentlessly. Right. Or, or in the case of, you know, you want to look on like a, a broad scale picture, you vote a president in. Right. That's going to do us. That's going to be a certain way. Which is also the issue that we're dealing with right now is that they refuse to accept the fact that he was legitimately voted. Well, in. And, and that's, that's, that's regardless of the point. What, what I'm saying is, is that, we have so many vehicles to address the issues and they have chosen to make their argument illegitimate right by being violent by destroying things right because for most people they might look at that and say well look at these guys they've got a bum rap they probably weren't treated correctly by the police. But now, most of those people are like, I don't care. Yep. I don't care because even if they were mistreated, everyone's looting and, and burning things down. And so you inva- I don't care about the argument anymore. You invalidate your argument. You, it, it's, you invalidate your argument in the fact that people don't care. Well, and the other side of the, the people not caring is that people are starting to take the other stance. I mean... So what that they so deserved not, it. So I'm not dark. They deserve to be treated right. that way. Yeah, I'm not dark. OK. And, and I understand that in some places, statistically, it's low, ridiculously low that there is some kind of racism. You're going to have you're going to have that. That police officer, you're going to have that person who, you know, is you know, causing causing problems by doing what they're doing. The problem that I have with it is that I, I have been pulled over a lot. And I've been pulled over by the by the worst of the worst. And I've had them search my car and, and give me what for and push me and push me and push me. And I've never had to experience what these people are experiencing because the common denominator here I always complied. Always. I didn't run. I always complied with the police officers. You didn't reach back into your car. And I never fought back. No, you never reached back into your car. And I never reached back into my car. That is the biggest thing, right? And I've been pulled out of my car many times. It's like, you know what? Also, also, I've actually been straight up with the police every time. They walk up to my car and I say, hey, I have weapons in the car. And it is out there at the very beginning and I'm not being belligerent that's the thing that gets me on this is that this is basic stuff don't reach back into your car really the officer is trained that if they don't see what you what you have in your hand then they consider it a threat which of course the facts came out and he had a knife on the floor of his car I thought he had a gun on the floor of his car I thought he had a gun too but I get I I don't know I gotta read the reports but I heard on a another talk show that it was actually a knife either way either way he had already resisted arrest he had already fought with the cops he had already been tased you know at that point 
the cop's not going to get maimed. Right. Right? He wants to go home. Self, self-preservation self is what's going and on. It, and it's self-preservation. So, anyway, on that dark note, uh, I believe we're at the end of our show. Because we are literally at the end one of hour. Show. Right there. On the dot. I said one hour on the, on the actual one hour. But not on the recording, though. Yeah, well, the recording's off. This is right on. Oh, no. Oh, well, yeah. the recording's the thing that's going to get posted. The thing that's going on live that's going on live right now is not going to get posted. It actually so. stays posted. Does it really? I just won't download it. Oh. Yeah, you can go back and listen to the live shows, which I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Probably a bad thing. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, that's been our show today, uh, Sunday, August 30th, 30th. 2020 and uh i think we have outro music that we're gonna play yeah when we're done i think we're done aren't we done are we not done you're gonna have to get up from my seat you looked very comfortable i actually wasn't very comfortable it was starting to get to that point where i was really uncomfortable oh well there you go then okay well if you're not learning we hope you learned something today we hope you're not learning anything today <laughs> and that you only learned stuff from us. Right. Nothing else. We're very, very um, jealous about other people learning things. Je- jealous about learning. Anyway, if uh, we hope you learned something if, today. If you're not learning, you're dying. You're dying. So, so stay alive. alive.